Sukkadaf Memchas, four lines from the top of Memchas, and Alf at the new Mishnah, Hahalva Simcha Shmoina. As we said in the Mishnah, Membez on Bez, at the beginning of the parak, we said that Halal and Simcha is for all eight days, meaning for Sukkis as well as for Shmini Atzeris. We say Halal Sholem, and we have a mitzvah of Simcha, means that we have to be besimcha by bringing Shlomim and eating Shlomim. Ketzad, Melamed, it teaches Shachayev Adam Halal, that there's a chiyav to be going as a Halal on Shmini Atzeris as well, Uva Simcha, and of and to honor the Yom Tovachron Shachag, meaning Shemini Atzeres, just like on the rest of the days of Sukkot, on the seven days of Sukkot. And we begin the Gemara, Minani Mili, as Rashi says, the Shemini Chayib Simcha, that on the eighth day of Shemini Atzeres, there's a Chiyav of Simcha, that you actually have to have a Chila of Bosa of Shlamim, the only time it says Simcha is only by the seven days of Sukkot, the Chiv, as it says in the Pasuk, Chag HaSukkot Tasselcha, and then it says, So the for the Pasuk would be mashma that the only mitzvah of Simcha on the Sukkot is only on the seven days of Sukkot and not on Shemini Atzeres. So Zakimar, the Torah about him, we learned in the Brisa, aside from the Pasuk where it said, it also says, that you should make seven days of Yontif, and the end of that Pasuk says, and you should be Besimcha. And therefore we actually say that since it says another terminology of Tisha Simcha, and we already know that because as we said before, the pasuk says So must be coming to be marbo It's coming to be marbo and saying that the night of shmini atzeres. There's also a mitzvah to have simcha, and of course, ein simcha And therefore, you have to have a shlomim that you brought on the seventh day of Sukkot, because of course you can't bring a carbon at night, and therefore you have to prepare for that and make sure to bring a carbon on the seventh day in order to be yitzur the chiyav of simcha on shmini atzeres at night. But the gemara now is maybe what the Pasuk is saying with the Rebbe that it's saying an extra Pasuk instead of only saying it says to teach us that even the night of the first day of Sukkot that the Din you have to have a Shlomim and therefore the only way to be able to do that is on Erev Sukkot to bring a carbon Erev Sukkot as your Shalmei Simcha and then you'll use that Pasuk Shlomim as your Simcha for the night of the first day of Sukkot and Rashi points out maybe you don't even need to make a carbon during the time of Simcha, during Yantiv, that the actual carbon could be brought even on Erev Yantiv. But the Gemara responds and says, by the fact that the Pasuk says, that's telling you that it has to be a mir, because every time that the Pasuk says, or rak, it's always coming to be bemayed something. And therefore, when we're saying, it's saying that although we have a mitzvah of Simcha, all seven days of Sukkot, but the first night of Sukkot, there is no mitzvah of Simcha at all. So the Gemara is, at this point, from the Pasuk of Ve'isa Achsameach, we actually have a reboy because it could have said just Ve'isa Achsameach, and it says Ve'isa Achsameach, so it comes to be Marb or something, and also it says the Lashon Ach, which is a Mi'at, so we have one Mi'at and one reboy. So why are we saying that the reboy is coming to tell you that the night of Shemini Atzeres, there's a mitzvah to have Simcha, and you have to have Basa Shlomim, and that the word Ach is coming as a Mi'at, and teaching us that the first night of Sukkot, there is no mitzvah of Simcha, and you don't have Basa Shlomim at that point, let's say the opposite way on that. The Gemara says that I'm going to be marbo from the Pasuk of the night of Yom Tavachron, meaning the night of Shemini Atzeres, because there's a mitzvah of Simcha beforehand, meaning all the seven days of Sukkot, there was already a mitzvah of Simcha, and therefore this is just including and increasing that Simcha forward. And I'm going to take away the night of Yom Tavachron, that there's no Simcha beforehand, meaning that when you're going to bring the carbon that you're going to bring in order to 
to have Simcha, which is the Shami Simcha. Lachar, at that point, during Yantiv of Sukkot, you have Simcha at that point, and therefore it's appropriate to bring a Shami Simcha at the point when it's already Yantiv in order to use it for the night of Shemini Atzeres. However, on the first night of Yantiv, if you're going to bring the carbon Shami Simcha before Yantiv, that's not a time of Simcha, and therefore Lachar, that's what the Gemara means over here, that since there's no Simcha Lafanov, it's not really appropriate to bring a carbon in order to be Yaitza, the Mitzvah of Simcha that evening, and therefore it's more Mustafa when the Torah says, that it's coming to be Marba, the night of Shemini Atzeres, and it's not coming to include the night of the first day of Yontiv. Now, Lachari, at this point of the Gemara, it seems that actually this is a Sephora, that when we say, and we have a Rebuy, it's much better to be Marba, Leil Shemini Atzeres, than the night of the first day of Yontiv. So, Lachari, again, why do you need the word Ach over here? So, there's a famous Grah that the Grah says that the word based on the Maskanis of Gemara, actually is saying that we know it's the Shemini Atzeres that we're being Marba for Simcha, and it's telling you that on Shemini Atzeres, we only have Simcha, that we don't have the mitzvah of Sukkah, of Nisa Chamayim, and of Lulav on Shemini Atzeres. There is only one mitzvah to be Mesameach with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and there's no other mitzvah that's applicable on that day. Now Rashi over here says, L'Rabbis Lel Yon Rashi says in the middle that V'kivin this Rabbi Lel Yon Tevachrin Shutafel, that since we're being Marba, that the night of Shemini Atzeres, we have to have Simcha, so Kavachoy Mahayoyim Shu Ika Shechai B'Simcha. For sure, on the day of Shemini Atzeres, definitely there's a mitzvah of Simcha, because that is the Ika of the day of Simcha. And our Mishnah actually says, Halal B'Simcha Shemina, that just like Halal, the Ika is during the day, and that the Ika of Halal, Simcha is also on the eighth day, of course, and the Chiddush is that even at the night of Shemini Atzeres, it's also applicable. But Rashi and Psachim actually is Saisa on this, and he actually says that the day of Shemini Atzeres, there is no mitzvah of Simcha, Ayin Sham and Ayin Taisis in Psachim. And we continue with the new Mishnah, Sukkah Shiva, we said in the Mishnah, Membez Amabez, that there's a din of Sukkah for all seven days of Sukkah, Ketzad, and the Gemara now explains that it's actually a Chiddush, that Sukkah is for all seven days, meaning, even on Hishan Rab, when you finish eating your Suda, and maybe this is actually a remiss to the Suda that we have on Hishan Rabbah, that it's actually a mitzvah to eat, even though it's not a Yantiv, you shouldn't take down your Sukkah, and as Rashi points out, because the entire day on the seventh day of Sukkah, it's still a Chiv to sleep there, and to be metal in your sukkah, and it will be a suda at that point, and you'd want to eat, you have to eat inside your sukkah, and therefore don't take your sukkah down. But the din is, in the middle of the day, when it already is the time of mincha, and it's getting close to yontiv of Shemini Atzeres, you should take out your kalim, your dishes, as well as your mattresses that you already put into the sukkah, as we learned that you have to have teshu ke'in to do, and you should bring all your beautiful kalim, as well as your mattresses, into the sukkah, but at this point, because it's getting close to Shemini Atzeres, and you're going to eat inside your house on Shemini Atzeres, because we're talking about in Eretz Yisrael, where was no Sveik in order to show cover to the last day of Yantav, to Shemini Atzeres, as Rashi points out, that you show that you're preparing yourself to get towards Yantav, at the point where you're going to go and eat during that night of Shemini Atzeres. So the Gemara says, what happens if a person doesn't have beautiful kalim to take down from his sukkah into his house. Again, we use the Lashon of bringing down because the sukkah used to be on a rooftop. So, what do you mean you didn't have any dishes? If you were sitting in the sukkah and you were eating in the sukkah, the entire sukkah, what do you use as your dishes? Gemara explains, the question is, what if a person actually used the sukkah the entire year and that's actually his dining room and he just had slach on top for sukkahs and now he doesn't have anywhere to go and take his kalim. Now, there's going to be a problem today because we're going to sit in the sukkah on Shemini it's going to be a problem of Baal and therefore how do you show that you're not being over on Baal So Rabbi Ba'ashi Amar, Rabbi Ba'ashi explains
explains, you take away four Tvachim of Yisrach, and now you have Aver of four Tvachim, and therefore it's not a Sukkah anymore. Now, Taisa points out that, what do you mean? You're passing and take away four Tvachim. The shear of Aver is always as we learned at Daf Yudayin, and therefore Taisa is bothered. Why does the Gemara said Peiches Barabah the Chayyut should be even with three Tvachim? Rabbi Shulman Levi, Rabbi Shulman Levi says and that you light a candle inside of the Sukkah, and that would actually cause it to be possible. And as we learned earlier on Daf Chavtes, that the reason why having a Ner, having a candle that's lit in a Sukkah Tan in a small Sukkah, which is seven Tvachim by seven Tvachim, is a problem because it may catch fire onto the walls, and therefore it's a not to put it into the Sukkah. In addition, it takes away the space where you can actually sit, and we know that 7 by 7 is the exact share, and by adding a candle there, there actually would not be enough space. The Gemara explains, there's no machlikas between Rabbi Chiyah Ba'ashi and Rabbi Shuvah Malevi, Halan Ba'alohu, it depends where we were discussing. If we're talking about in bubble, so since Shemini Atzeris is actually Sveiked Yaima, and therefore people had to sit in the Sukkah, as we learned yesterday, that on the day of Shemini Atzeris, Mesi Yasvinan, so Rabbi Shuvah Levi says that light a candle in that type of a sukkah because then you'll be showing that it's not mamish a sukkah and therefore you're not even about toisif, but you want to make sure to sit there the next day because of misveka diyoyim you actually have to sit in the sukkah and you can't actually pass on the sukkah but b'halahu but b'nei Eretz Yisrael people in Eretz that don't have misveka diyoyim if the sukkah would actually be a kosher sukkah there would be a potential major problem of baltaisif and therefore Rabbi Bar Ashi said that you go and make the sukkah an actual sukkah psala in order to make sure that you could sit there and you don't have this problem of Baal And the Gemara is, it makes sense that you could go and light a candle when it's a small sukkah, as we said before, that the only time that in their apostles is only when the sukkah was the minimum size of the sukkah of Zion by Zion. But if you have a large sukkah, what are you going to do according to Rabbi Yeshua Levi that said, on that instance, that you can actually bring in your pots or your dishes that are dirty and therefore you're going to show that it's not a sukkah because the Amurava, since Rabbi says, you have to leave your dirty plates outside of the sukkah because otherwise it's moist and it's a bazillion of the sukkah. However, glasses or things that you're going to drink out of, even if they're dirty, you can leave them in the sukkah. But on Shemini Atzeres, where you're in Bavo and you wanted to show that your is not going with all the halachas of sukkah and you're being a little more makel on the halachas of sukkah, so then bring in your dirty dishes and dirty plates into the sukkah and therefore you're showing that today I'm not so mocked on it because it's not mamish sukkah, even though I'm sitting in the sukkah. And we continue with our Mishnah, Nisach Shiva, that the din of Nisach was for all seven days of sukkahs and not for Shemini Atzeres, as we said in the Mishnah, on Mem Beis and Beis. The Mishnah starts and asks, Ketzad, what was the process of Nisach HaMayim? That it would take a gold flask, and that gold flask held three lug, which Rashi says is the smallest shear that we have in the Beis Migdash, as we know that the Nisachim, the Niskeyayin, is Revias Hahin, Lekeves, is a Revias Hahin for a sheep, and we know a hin is 12 lug, and therefore a revius a hin is 3 lug. And the Mishra teaches us that you took this 3 lug gold flask and you went outside the base of Middash and you filled it up from a spring called the Shilayach, Higil Shahmayim. Then the people that went outside and they got this water, they brought the water back in through the Shahmayim, the gate called the Shahmayim, and it was called the Shahmayim exactly for that reason, as Rashi says, Echem Shari Zara Nikrikain. This is one of the gates of the Zara, and it was actually called the Shahmayim, Al Shem Shemachisabaytzlachishamayim, Shalisabachag, because they brought in the flask of gold with the water from the Shilayach into this gate. Then they blew a tekiah, true and tekiah, and they did this with trumpets in order to show simcha, as Rashi says, and as they came in through the south gate of that Zorah, they would actually hit the kevesh, they would
would actually hit the ramp of the Mizbech, which was also on the south side of the Azara of the base of Migdash. So the kain that was holding the water would walk up the ramp, which was on the south side of the Azara, and then he would get to the top of the ramp at the top of the Mizbech, and he would turn towards his left and go towards the southwest corner of the Mizbech. And at that point, there were two bowls of silver that were in the southwest corner of the Mizbech. And as we'll see in a moment, he would take the water that was in the gold flask and he'd pour it into these two kalim that were made out of silver. So Tyson on the bottom of the Amid asked that we have a dinner, Malam Bekadish Veloy Meridin. So how can you take from a gold clee and pour it into a silver clee? And that Tyson says, These kalim, even though we called it a clee and we called it that it was Safal, however, these were actually built into the Mizbech and therefore it didn't have a dinner of a clee and there was no problem, Malam Bekadish Veloy Meridin, you were actually pouring it into the Mizbech onto a silver clee that was affixed into the Mizbech itself. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda argues in the Talmud Kaman says that these two kalim were not of silver, but shall sit you they were made out of plaster. But they looked like silver because they were blackened because of the wine that was always being poured into these safalim. Because the entire year you always had nisachayin, not only with the kabbonis of the tamishal shach and tamishal bein habayim. However, all kabbonis came with nisachayin, and therefore they got very black. And the mission continues, and this is going to call women who cover him, and they had holes kamin shnei chayt bendakin like two nostrils which were very thin one was thicker and one was thinner in order that when they poured the nisachamayim and the nisachayayim into these kalim the water and the wine would actually drip out and empty out from these kalim at the exact same moment because as we'll see in the Gemara wine is thicker than the water and therefore the one that you poured the wine into had to have a thicker hole than the one that you poured the water into which could be thinner and the Gemara continues the west kali was the one that they poured the water into and Mizrach HaShoyayim, the one that was closer to the east side of Mizbech, was the one where they poured the wine into. And maybe the spur of why the one of the east was of wine, because that's the one you would hit first. And of course, Nisachayayim was done every single day of the year and for all Kabanais, and therefore that was more Tadir, and Tadir Shein and Tadir, Tadir Kainim, that's why they made it more convenient and brought it closer to the Kain. And the Mishnah now says, Even though, of course, the one of the west was supposed to be for water, the one of the east was from Yayin, but if you swapped it and you placed the water into the Yayin, or the Yayin into the one that was made for Mayim, Yotzi is still going to be Yotzi with the Abed. Rabbi Yehuda, I remember Yehuda argues in Tanakhaba now on two more things. That the din was not that you'd use Nisa Chamayim of three Lugin, but you actually used only a Lug of water for Nisa Chamayim, and it was done all eight days of Sukkot, and not only seven days, you included Shemini Atzeres according to Rabbi Yehuda. So Lefizel, let's just keep in mind that Lefizel Rabbanon, that the wine and water were both done with three Lug, according to Rabbi Yehuda, the wine was done with three Lug, that he agrees to the Tanakama. However, he argues and said Nisachamayim was only done with one lug and it was done for Shmoina for all eight days, including Shmini Atzeres. And then the Mishnah continues, and to the person who was pouring the water into this Kalim, they would tell him, make sure to pick up your hand so we could see exactly what you're doing. Because there was one time that there was a Tzaduki that then not made the Nisachamayim because it's not Mephurish in the Torah and they went and they poured the water onto their feet. And the, all the nation, they pelted this person who was a tzaduki with their sregim and they killed him. And the Mishnah continues, the same way that they did Nisachamayim during the weekday, they also did the same procedure on Shabbos. 
Elo, but there was one difference on Shabbos from the weekdays that they show you Malim Erev Shabbos Chavi Shozov Shedim Kudashes that they actually filled up an Erev Shabbos a barrel of gold which was larger than three lug and it was not something which was a klisharis and they took it from the shloach as they did on a regular weekday but then they would take this barrel which was covered and they place it in a room in order to make sure to hold it until the next morning when it would be the time for Nisachamayim and the Mishnah says Nishpecha or Neskalsa let's say it poured out because they had time between the time that they actually went and drew the water out from Shiloach and the time that they would actually go and bring it onto Mizbech so let's say it poured out or the barrel became uncovered and therefore there was a problem of it being Megula then they would actually fill up from the Kir on Shabbos because we know that wine or water that's Megula are puzzled to go on Mizbech and Rashi says over here because maybe while you weren't looking and you would and it was open that maybe a Nachash came and drank from them for Urs and then its venom got mixed up into the water. And now there's actually not enough water in the three lug. Because now the venom is actually what's completing the shear of three lug. And that's why it would be puzzled. Now, Taisa points out that this Rashi is only going on the Havmina, as we'll see on Mem Maskana. The actual reason is because of a Pasuk that states that you can't put something that's disgusting onto the Mizbeach that's in front of Hashem. And as we'll see in the Gemara, that the Nafkamina would be that let's say you take a strainer and you Strain out the venom. According to Rashi, that won't be a problem. And according to the Havmina, but according to Taisus, that would still be a problem because it's still disgusting to put something that a Nachash drank from in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And we begin the Gemara. Menani Mili. Rashi says, "How do you know that you were Takea? And Taisus points out, "We also are asking, where do you know that you drew the water from a spring?" So Rav Ena, Rav Ena says, "The Amukar, the Pasuk says, which is answering the question of Rashi, you Takea because you wanted to be b'simcha." And the answer to Taisus is the end of the Pasuk. It says, from the well or from the spring that brings salvation. There were two minim. There was one that was named Sasan and one's name was Simcha. The person named Sasan said to the person named Simcha, I'm greater than you. As it says in the Pasuk, which says Sasan first. Simcha said to Sasan, I'm greater than you. As it says in the Pasuk, Simcha it says in Megillus Esther, Simcha first and then Sasan. So Sasan said back to Simcha, one day, they will expel you from Shemayim, and they'll make your runner, they'll lower your status. That with Simcha you will go out, Simcha will be the runner to show you the way. One day, they're going to expel you, and they're going to fill you with water, they'll use you as a pitcher. They will draw water with Sasan. And this Gemara is difficult to even understand on a basic level, but we continue. There was this man whose name was Sasan said to Ravo, There'll come a day in the future that you'll pour water for me and be mechabed me. So Ravo responded back, Yeah, because of Lissasin, if it would say Lissasin, I'm going to pour four Sasin, then you'd be right. Now it says, That what will happen is, that the skin and the hide of this person referring to the man whose name was Sasan will actually be made into a pitcher and will fill you with water and this pitcher will be used to pour out water for the tzaddikim so you won't be zeicher to tchiyas amesim but the tzaddikim will and the Gemara continues the Kayan would walk up the ramp and he would turn towards his left towards the southwest we learned generally when a person goes up to his back he goes up on the side of the back which is furthest to the right which is on the east side of the ramp and when he gets up onto his back he turns and he goes towards 
towards the southeast, towards his right, and then he continues going around the Mizbech, and then he comes down on the left side of the Mizbech, and that's the standard way to go up and do Ravoida on the Mizbech. Chutz, aside from, for people that go up to do the following three Avaidas, that these people go up further towards the left of the ramp, which is towards the west of the base of Mikdash, and then once they get up and they do what they have to do, when they come back down the ramp, they would also walk down on the left side of the ramp, and we're referring to these three Avaidas, that the din of Nisachamayim and Nisachayayin is that the Kayan would walk up on the left side of the Kavesh and he would get up and then walk a little bit towards his left, towards the corner of that corner of the Mizbech, which is the southwest corner. He would do the Nisachamayim and Nisachayayin and then he would walk back down. And Rashi explains, even though we have a cloud that called that generally when you make a turn in the base of English, you should always walk to your right. Over here, by these three things, we wouldn't do that. And the reason is, Nisachim, Shemi is Ashtub, because there's going to be about a hundred Amis, they'll have to walk around the Mizbech in order to get to the southwest corner where you had the Kalim that you had to pour the Nisachamayim Nisachayayin into as we learned in our Mishnah. And if you go around there, it'll be very hot and it'll be very smoky, and therefore the wine and the water will get smoky and potentially even evaporate a little bit, and therefore you won't even have the shear. And that's why, specifically by Nisachamayim Nisachayayin, we told the Kayan to go and turn right away to his left, make sure he gets there as quickly as possible, and then once he gets there, we don't require this Kayin to walk continuously around him his back towards his left, because as Rashi says, the whole because we want to minimize any walking that a Kayin would do towards his left, and therefore he turns around right away, and he'd walk down to his back the same exact way that he came up on the left side of the ramp. And the third avoided that this was relevant to was when the Kayin was going and taking the oil of Sa'if and bringing up a bird and doing Malika on top of his back. Normally it was done on the southeast of his back, but if there are many Kayinim standing there, and and therefore, there was too much traffic, they would actually go and do Malika on the southwest side of the Mizbech, Ayin Rashi, and therefore you'd walk up on the south side and immediately turn to your left and go to the southwest corner and do Malika, and then you'd walk back down on the south side of the ramp, again to minimize walking towards your left. And we continue with the Gemara. The Mishnah stated that Lafidah Rabbanon, they had two kalim of silver that they poured the Nisachamayim and Nisachayayin into, and Rabbi Yudah argued and said, Shalsidu they were made out of plaster, El but they became blackened because of the wine, and therefore it looked like silver. Agmar is as follows: Bishlam and the Ayin Mashcha. We understand why the clay where you did the Nisachayin into became blackened, but the Maya my Mashcha. Why would one that you poured water into become blackened and look like silver? On that, the Gemara says, "Kiv Mas." Since we said before that that if you swap and you pour the Nisachayin into the one of Yain or the Nisachayin into the one of Mayim Yatsa, therefore Shemayim Nami Asalashkuri. That sometimes it came out that they would actually swap it and they would do it wrong, and therefore come out. That the one of water also turned black because it had some wine in it. And the Mishnah continued when the Kavit Kabin Beis Chaitman that these Kalim had holes like two nostrils, one was thicker and one was thinner. So the Gemara lay Masisi Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Rabbanan. Let's say our Mishnah is going like Rabbi Huda and not like Rabbanan. Why? The Tzam in our Mishnah we said Rabbi Huda Imer belug Hayim Nasech Kol Shmoyna that the Nisachamayim was done with a lug of water and the Nisachayayim was done with three lugs of wine and therefore you had to make sure that the holes were different sizes because you had to have the water going down in a small hole in order that only one lug of water would come down at the same time that three lug of wine would be able to fit through the same hole and if you made that hole a drop bigger in order for that to happen. The Irabana both are being done with three lug and therefore why would you need one hole to be bigger than the other? On that my answer is I feel we can say that mission is going like Rabbanan that wine is actually much thicker than water and therefore you have to make sure that the hole was thicker in order that the wine should be able to pour down at a quicker rate of speed than the 
Mayim, which is much thinner, and therefore the end result would be that it would end off at the same time, and both would empty out of, out of the Kli at the same time. And Hachinam Mistavrin, and it makes a lot of sense that our Mishnah is actually going with Fidu Rabbanan, the Irabiuda, because if it's going like Rabiuda, Rachavikata Isli, that it would, wouldn't say a Lashin like our Mishnah says, that it was Mu'uva and Dak, it was thicker and thinner, it would actually say it was wider or shorter, because that's a Lashin that would use when you're doing about something that's much larger. The Tanya has, we have a Baisa, Rabiuda Imer, that there were two Safalim, two Kalim, that were on the side of the Mizbeach, which was on the southwest side, Echad Shal Mayim, one was used for the Nisach Mayim, Echad Shal Yayin, one was used for the Nisach Yayin, Shal Yayin Pirachad, the one for wine was much wider, Shal Mayim Pirachad and the one for water was much smaller, Kadesh Yushneim Kalim Basachas, in order that the boat should finish off at the same exact time. So you see, according to Rabbi Yudu, we use the Lashon of Rachad and Katsa, and if you drop it, it makes sense why Mishnah says, Echad Mova Echad Dak, Shmamina, and we will stop over here.